the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know, you are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray this morning together. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we love you and we praise you and we seek to obey you. We seek to serve you. And Lord, one of the wonderful gifts you've given us is the Sabbath, the Shabbat. And in the Shabbat, we focus on you. We set that day aside and we worship you. We magnify you. And we don't allow distractions. Thank you, Father, for calming us down, for getting us away from the hectic days and weeks by giving us Shabbat. We bless you. Thank you. And look forward to having a great day in you. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, I guess you know what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, We are talking about Shabbat, which is the Sabbath. That's right. And as we care about the heart of Messiah, it is important to follow and obey, you know, the Lord. It's, It's a sign of our love for him. How do we know that something's important? Well, certainly, when there's repetition in Scripture, we know it's important. And the Sabbath is spoken of so many times in both the Hebrew Scriptures and the writings of Yeshua's disciples, which some of us call the New Covenant. Well, let's look at Mark two twenty-seven, just as an intro. Um, Yeshua said to his disciples, Shabbat was made for man and not man for Shabbat. So the Son of Man is the Lord even of Shabbat. Well, the Sabbath or the Shabbat was made for man. What does that mean? I believe that God just knew how important it would be for us to take one day per week and dedicate it to him. God is teaching us in this way, to set aside our own desires and focus on another. In fact, God's desire in this 
when we talk about Shabbat, this is God's desire. This is a foundational teaching of our faith to not be about ourselves, but to be about someone else. And of course, when we're talking about God, how much more important. God knew how important it was for our spiritual and emotional health and well-being to take one day per week and dedicate it to him. The Shabbat brings balance into our lives. And, you know, I really believe that he wants to bring peace into a life that oftentimes could be seen as hectic, right? I know that most of you understand what the Sabbath is, but I would imagine that many of you do not keep the Sabbath as I believe God intended it to be kept. Well, let me ask you, do you set aside an hour or two for church on Sunday, or do you set aside a 24-hour period for God? Realizing that you might sleep nine hours, so maybe the question should be, do you set aside 15 hours for God? Let me challenge you this day to step up your observance of the Sabbath. Well, maybe you can't do 15, but how about eight? At the end of this teaching, I am going to offer you a new booklet, which I just finished. It will talk about what we're going to talk about in today's teaching, that you, and it should help you be able to celebrate the Sabbath. But you will also be able to use it as a sharing tool for your pre-believing friends, family workers, and co-workers. And you know what? It'd be great for your believing friends and family and co-workers as well. Okay. Now, we're not going to argue about what day of the week the Sabbath is to be celebrated. But rather, I want to emphasize that you are to keep the Sabbath one day out of each week. Also, the Sabbath is to be a 24-hour period. From a biblical basis, it begins in the evening and ends in the evening. Why do Jews see a day being from evening to evening, you ask? Oh, thank you for asking that question. Genesis 1.5. God called the light day and the darkness night. So there was evening and there was morning one day. In Genesis 1.8, God called the expanse sky. So there was evening and there was morning a second day. Notice, evening, morning, that's a day, right? It seems that that is what God has set up in his system. And so in Judaism, all holy days begin in the evening. And so even the calendar, once the evening hits, it's already the next day. Now, that might be foreign for you, but it is definitely not foreign for me. It's not foreign for Jewish people who always celebrate Holidays. In fact, it was my father was so strong on this, even though he, at, for most of his life, he wasn't a believer in Judaism, God, or anything. But he always said that we were to celebrate his birthday 
and birthdays or any holiday the evening before. So I want to offer you my new Shabbat Haggadah. Now, a Haggadah, if you remember from Passover and some of the others I've done, means the telling. Don't know what it is? Let me tell you first the vision of this Haggadah, okay? The Haggadah is a booklet called, you know, it's, it's the telling, all right? So we start the vision off with a quote from Dr. Vered Hillel. It says, Family is the core of the Jewish people and the center of its daily life, ritual and preservation, which is why much of Jewish life takes place in the home as well as the synagogue. God designed the feasts and teachings around the family. Pretty good quote, huh? Well, this really sparks my heart. Oftentimes, when celebrating holidays at home with our families, we perform the very shortest customs and the time that could be so rich for our families. Interaction and discussions, they're lost. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if you treat maybe Christmas as I treat Hanukkah sometimes. And some people for Christmas, rather than getting into the depths of the birth of Yeshua, but when they're home, they get distracted with the season, they, with the tree, with the gifts. And the only real spiritual thing that happens is when they go to church. And this would be similar to what happens with Hanukkah for us. We light the candles, we say the blessings, we give gifts, and we eat. <laughs> well, I, I don't want this to happen to us. Each year at Passover, we sit down for a Seder, which means order, order of the service. And, and we eat a meal, and we go through the Haggadah, a booklet relating the history customs and spiritual emphasis that leads us through a meaningful time of learning and sharing. God has called us to remember him through these special appointed times. And you might ask sometimes, how has the Jewish people, how have they been able to stay a people for thousands of years without a homeland? It's because of the Passover Seder and other things like it. And so, with such a wonderful benefit, why not have a Haggadah for all our holidays? This was a question posed by a radio host, Dennis Prager, who is a religious Jew. Now, I I just feel that I had to answer that with, we should, yes! And so, if you remember, I made a Haggadah for Thanksgiving, and I made a Haggadah for, for Hanukkah, and now I have made a Hanukkah, I'm sorry, a Haggadah for Shabbat, for the Sabbath. So as the Shabbat occurs weekly from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. We have many opportunities to invite family members, neighbors, and coworkers to join in making our time even more enriching. Picture 
a family Sabbath as everyone celebrates God during the table service, singing the blessings and entering into lively discussions about the Lord and his His word and, and so on as we fellowship and eat together. The purpose of this Haggadah is to bring you closer to God and bring you closer to your family and friends, co-workers, neighbors. To receive the most from this Haggadah, you need to follow these steps. Take turns reading to keep everyone involved and use the Shabbat thoughts and discussion questions to stimulate conversation. And as you'll hear later on, Not only don't be afraid to add your own thoughts, but your own questions, your own things for discussion. This is only meant to give you four or five Sabbaths, but look, there are 52 a year. So you're going to have to do some of the work yourself, right? So my prayer for each person who uses this Haggadah is may this Haggadah foster a wonderfully anointed time of fellowship as we enjoy God and all he has done for us. We pray you will have a great hope for the present and future because of what God has done for us in the past. May God richly bless you, your family, and your guests. So, though this Haggadah was written for a Friday night dinner service and a Saturday ending of the Sabbath service. You can do this Saturday night instead if you celebrate your Sabbath on Sunday, right? Um, The Haggadah begins with blessings. In Judaism and Messianic Judaism, most services begin with liturgy, which blesses God. These blessings are done in Hebrew and in English, and I'll go through them now to give you an idea of what it sounds like. If you feel that you can't do these in Hebrew, we also have it written out in what is called transliteration, which is Hebrew that looks like English, and it can be read by most people. We also will have these blessings on our website so that you can hear the chanting week after week and then learn it yourselves so that you can use our website to support this. So, let's go to the Haggadah and open up to what is, I guess, page 2. And on page 2, we see the first blessing called the Borchu. Now, Borchu means to bless. (laughs) So, you will hear this word a lot, right? Borchu et Adonai hamvorach. Baruch Adonai Hamvorach, Leolam Vaed. Bless the Lord who is to be blessed. Blessed be the Lord who is blessed forever and ever. Now, our second blessing that we do traditionally is the blessing of Messiah. And actually, we are thanking God for giving us the Messiah. Baruch Adonai. Eloheinu melech haolam, asher natan lanu haderech leyeshua, bemashiach yeshua. Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has given us the way to salvation in Messiah Yeshua. Amen. 
And next we do uh, one of the, this next one is called the Shema. And it means to hear, hear and obey. And it comes from Deuteronomy 6.4. And I can almost guarantee you that any synagogue in the world who has a service Friday night or Saturday, you go in there, you will hear them sing the Shema from Deuteronomy 6.4. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevot Malchuto Leolam Vaed. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Praise be his name, whose glorious kingdom is forever and ever. And that leads us to the Via Hafta, which I won't do in Hebrew um, just because of time, but I will read it in English because it is a continuation of of the Shema because the Via Hafta is Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I command you this day shall be in your heart. And you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. And you shall bind them for a sign on your hand and they shall be frontlets between your eyes and you shall write them upon the doorposts of your house and upon your gates. Now at this time in the Haggadah, I write down that it's time for a prayer, and the spiritual leaders ask one of the attendees to pray for the evening, the people who are there, and for God to anoint the time together during this Shabbat gathering. Furthermore, that God would bring peace, joy, and hearts that are open to him and his will. So certainly... What I've written here is a prayer that should come from the heart, so the above I wrote is merely a suggestion. Then it says in the Haggadah, please be seated. And it instructs, it is best to have each person take a turn and read the following. Of course, since I'm the only one here who has a Haggadah, I'm going to read it all. The first thing it says is, what is Shabbat? In other words, what is the Sabbath? Shabbat refers to the Sabbath day, which we are to set aside for God and to stop our normal routines in order to focus on him. We see this in the Ten Commandments, where it says in Exodus 20, verses 8 through 10, remember Yom Shabbat, meaning the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. You are to work six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a a Sabbath to Adonai, your God. In it, you shall not do any work, not you, nor your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, your cattle, nor the outsider that is within your gates. Okay, so at this point, I'd probably ask you, who should not rest on Shabbat, if all of these people and animals should, right? God continually asks us to remember. 
Remembering is the start of following God's commandment, which sets this day aside and also sets us aside because he called us to follow him. Using this Haggadah is a good way to follow God. Besides remembering this day, we are to keep it holy. The next thing it says is understanding God's heart concerning Shabbat. I've got to tell you, this is my favorite uh, Sabbath scripture because it explains so well God's heart, right? So Isaiah 58, 13 and 14. If you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of Adonai honorable, if you honor it, not going your own ways, not seeking your own pleasure, not speaking your usual speech, then you will delight yourself in Adonai, and I will let you ride over the heights of the earth, will feed you with the heritage of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Wow. The Sabbath is not about our will. Rather, it's all about God and his will. And as we keep the Sabbath, may it be a sign that we are obedient to the Lord. And notice from this scripture, and and now, uh, you know, again, in the Haggadah, it leaves room for talking about things that you see. For instance, it says here that you shouldn't do your own pleasure. You should do the pleasure of God. And it says to not only don't use your usual speech. Wonder if God has been in your home. <laughs> He's, is there something wrong with your speech that we don't know about? <laughs> Just kidding you. But it says, then you will delight yourself in the Lord. And then it gives promises. If you do what he says, he'll let you ride over the heights of the earth. He'll feed you with the heritage of your father Jacob. Oh, wow. Is this wonderful or not? And then we go to the origin of the Shabbat or the Sabbath. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, for on it he ceased from all his work that God created for preparing. Genesis 2, verse 3. Okay, so sanctify means to set it apart, to declare it holy. Among the anointed times, or what we would call Moedim, and some other people would call holy days, that we have with God, he placed Shabbat chronologically first in Leviticus 23.3. In Leviticus, well, you know what? I don't have time to continue. There's so much more to do on, on this uh, Shabbat Haggadah and all about Shabbat. I'd like you to learn all of this. This is going to be great for you to bring people over. If you'd like to buy our Shabbat Haggadah, please send us a gift of $5 or more. Now, if you'd like to buy five or more for your family, friends, co-workers, because really you need one for everybody at the table, please send us a gift equaling $3 or more for each Haggadah. You can call Karen, get this phone number, 
831-5673. Leave a message. If she doesn't answer on her phone, she'll get back to you. You can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. If you feel this and our other teachings are valuable to you, please call Karen and make a monthly pledge or a one-time gift to keep us on the radio. We've agreed to be on the station for another year. However, we've made this commitment in faith, praying there would be enough people who would be led to help us financially. Again, call Karen, 813-831-5673. May the power of God's Word and His Spirit saturate you this day as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.